breaking right now at 11. Israel at war after Hamas launches a surprise assault. Tonight, hundreds killed in the deadliest attack in decades. The Israeli military has been recovering the bodies of whole families, including several children cut down in a rural community just a mile from the border with Gaza. Israeli soldiers on the scene describe it as a massacre. Never in the past we had such a clear-cut war of good versus evil, of people that are slaughtering babies versus people that are protecting their children in a shelter. Everyone saw the Israeli parents protecting the children in the shelters, and everyone saw the horrific footages of those beheaded babies. Do you support what Hamas launched on Saturday morning? Well, this is not the right question, Louis. Really, the right it's question. It's an important question. No, no, it is not. We're in a religious no. war here. I am with Israel. Do whatever the hell you have to do to defend yourself. Level the place. Hello, everyone. You've just heard a variety of clips on the recent incursion into Israel by Hamas, in which over 1,200 mostly civilians were killed, with a further 200 being taken hostage. At the time of recording, the Israeli response has killed at least 8,000 people in the Gaza Strip, where access to food, water, medicine and fuel is being denied. With the United States deploying two aircraft carriers to the Middle East, and with one US senator advocating for the levelling of Gaza and airstrikes on Iran, it's far from inconceivable this could break out into a wider war. Whilst this is going on, Cities around the Western world are witnessing pro-Palestinian marches unprecedented in their scale, with the media response dividing itself along predictable lines. Of course, none of this is new, just the latest outpouring of violence in a conflict that's gone on for around 100 years. I've been meaning to produce a series on it since before I started podcasting. I planned to get around to it one day, but recent events forced me to conclude, if not now, when. This is a situation I think is both very clear-cut and extremely challenging to understand, as clarity is buried beneath layers of subterfuge. This subterfuge is sufficient to allow people to see whatever they want to see. What I'm aiming to produce in this series is a relatively concise overview that gets beneath the illusions and propaganda. Unlike a lot of what I do, I'm not without my biases here. Whilst I will attempt to both justify and challenge them, I do see the Zionist project as being a catastrophe, even if it's one that arose for some understandable reasons. With that bias being acknowledged, I'll explain the particular angle I'm taking and why this series is called Zionology. Zion originally refers to Mount Zion, a hill in Jerusalem where the Jewish temples are believed to have stood. In a broader sense, it refers to the land of Israel in totality. Zionism, in this context, is the political movement for the establishment and continuation of a homeland, or state, for the Jewish people. I've blended this with a liberal use of the philosophical term ontology to suggest a study of the most foundational level of a thing. Beyond this, Zionology sounds like Scientology, the cult, and frankly criminal enterprise, based on the science fictional imaginings of L. Ron Hubbard. The thought struck me after hearing Scientology described as one of the most successful cults of the 20th century, attracting tens of thousands of followers and accruing vast financial assets. Scientologists even had the audacity to infiltrate the US government, taking on the dreaded IRS and coming out on top. Who does that? 
If you can cast morality aside for a moment, you would have to acknowledge this as being an incredible achievement. Impressive as it is, however, it's nothing, absolutely nothing, as compared to the rise of Zion-tology. At the turn of the 20th century, Zionism was a fringe ideology, appealing to a tiny number of people. Its adherents stood basically no chance of bringing their audacious goal, that of founding a nation-state for the Jewish people, into being. Within 50 years, they had manoeuvred the world's two greatest empires and a newly created international body into establishing that nation-state for them. Forget about donors, they acquired a tax base. Tens of thousands of members? Try tens of millions. Infiltrate the IRS? Try leading the US government around by the nose whilst extracting an annual tribute. As for public relations, Scientology may have Tom Cruise, but Zionology influences the media the world over. Oh, and how many nuclear missiles does the Sea Org have? Yeah, exactly. The question is then, is Zionism actually the most successful cult of the past 120 years? As with Scientology, is it not underpinned by some fantasiful stories? For the Christian Zionists, these involve a deity promising a specific patch of land to a particular man and his descendants, which all has something to do with the return of the Son of God and the Battle of Armageddon. Granted, Jewish Zionism has always been a substantially secular movement, but here too there is a story, which might be a little bit tall, of a people with an unbroken genetic line, coming home to a land that was taken from them nearly 2,000 years prior. When I initially had the idea for this series, my intention was not to single Israel out as being unique in its cultishness, giving all other states a clean bill of health by contrast. Rather, through exploring the extremity of the Zionist state, I intended to make the cultish nature of statism in general more apparent. As I sit here now with scenes of utter horror emerging from Gaza, not to mention the pathological indifference of Israeli government spokespeople, I must confess, that broader anarchic goal feels less of a priority. There are a lot of fantastic writers and filmmakers with on-the-ground experience who have dedicated their lives to exposing what's going on. I haven't walked the streets of Gaza or the West Bank, and I'm certainly not in their league. I have had the concept for this series on my mind for the past 10 years, however, and I hope I can make this a valuable resource. In some ways, it represents my own protest, my own venting of moral outrage at what's going on. Thank you for listening. I'll conclude this introductory episode here. In the next one, I'll examine the tall story I mentioned of modern Jews' connection to and expulsion from the ancient land of Judea. In addition to my usual details, I've placed a link to Christian Aid's Gaza appeal in the info box. 